This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and it is our final week of the new year, new you. Um, So we've covered off so many different things this month. Everything from mental health to self-care to those New Year's resolutions. Are you still hanging on to them? Because it's the end of the month. And today we are going to talk fitness with my buddy, Connor Murphy, managing partner at Big Night Fitness. Um, Connor, Happy New Year and welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I'm, I'm honored that you even reached out to me to come back on. So thank you. Dude, I love you. Okay, so you're always going to be coming back as long as you want to. Of course. Okay, done. And can we just start off by saying like, how how's your new year going so far? Because, you know, I don't know. I heard it was pretty bad last week. So, yeah, I mean, my new year couldn't have been planned better. We had a, you know, through Big Night Fitness, we do these fitness retreats. It's a separate group we call Big or uh, B-Fit Adventures. And through BFit Adventures, we actually had a fitness retreat, a yoga retreat in Mexico. So at the coldest weekend of the of the year so far, or even of last year, uh, coming in, uh, a group of us were down doing yoga, drinking pina coladas in Mexico, and it was fantastic. So, you know, we're back now, we're working, but it, it has been wonderful so far. And might I add, I was not there for it. I think I need to be there for the next one, Connor. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you early sign up for it, like like early on, just to make sure you get your spot. Early, right. early, early bird. <laughs> but Connor, it's January, and that's what people are thinking about. You know, I mentioned New Year's resolutions, and this is the time. You know, everyone's gung ho, right? Like they're in the beginning of the the year. They're like, oh, I want to like improve this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this. And one of the top things is shed some pounds and get fit right but they don't these new year's resolutions don't really stick around and it's really hard for some people to maintain some of the these goals that they give themselves because they're just not realistic okay um so right now is that time where people are starting to like you know slowly step away from that new year's resolution they made so I want to talk to you because I'm like, maybe we can motivate people, inspire people to hang on or to look at things differently, uh, tackle their goals differently and get our kids involved in fitness with us. So, okay, Connor, you've seen it. You're you're the PT, you know. You see what happens right after New Year's, right? You want to fill us in on that? So typically, like you said, you know, the, the new year, new me um, inspires a lot of people to want to get back in the gym because they know that improve your mental health and physical health, that movement is going to be a key component of that. So people, there's this influx in the gym and all the, all the regular gym goers are like, part of the equipment is, and, and then, and then you get the other people who are just like, I'm going to do everything. I saw this done on Instagram and I'm going to do this workout. It's so with mayhem in the gym. It, the, the month of January is mayhem, and I love it. But I think you said it so well. You said that people are, they found these new goals. And I think that sometimes the goals are a bit lofty. And I think sometimes, I think the biggest issue with goals is that they are not specific enough. 
I think there's like, hey, I want to lose weight. And like, that's, there's so much room for interpretation in that. And it's like, well, hey, you know, I can tell you exactly how to lose weight. Like, don't eat the whole month of January. I promise you, you will lose weight. If that's just your goal, okay, well, maybe it's not just lose weight. Maybe it's do that. And so there's, you know, there's these different kind of things. And so having those specific goals, I see it as important. And when people don't have specific goals or their goals that they don't really care about, that's where at the end of January, you start to see it tail off. And like the regular gym goers, like, I can't wait till February to the gym's back. Whereas when you're like, no, we want overcrowded gyms. And then we want more gyms to populate from that, right? We want that, that, uh, that proliferation of the gym. Like it gets so big that more gyms spell on from it. Like, that's what we want. We want people moving. And uh, yeah, it's that it's riding the wave. And as we get to the end of January, it's going to start to tail off, unfortunately, unless you and I can save the world here with creating some idea <laughs> to hold on to it. That's what we're going to do over this hour. We're going to do our best, Connor, to save the world, get people moving, get them active, having fun while doing it. Because come on, you have to have fun while you're working out, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'll tell you what, the workout I did this morning, at no point in time was I like, man, I'm having fun. I'm having fun during this. No, I wanted to keel over and die, go crawl in the corner and say, I don't want to work out ever again anymore. But, but I can guarantee that after you were done, you're like, I feel good and I'm glad I did that. For sure. Oh, every single Right? But is that not the best feeling? It's like, sometimes I got to drag myself out of bed, you know, drive to kickboxing. It's like a 20 minute drive. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, I don't know if I have it in me. And then I walk in, I start wrapping my hands. The music is going rage against the machine. If that comes on, it's over. I'm ready to punch and kick. <laughs> you guys can't see this at home, but we're on Zoom and Connor just did some like epic moves just right there. Just pitting. I'm in the pit. You know, but it's true, right? Like after you do that, you're like, God, I feel good. And I'm so happy I did it. Yes. And you know, it's, it's interesting. We had that discussion at the whiteboard this morning when I was doing a workout brief because I have a certain amount of spots. The morning class was full and then people, um, started to cut, uh, um, or people started canceling their class and, mm -hmm. You know, in the morning, we're laughing and it's like, well, right now, you know, they hit their snooze button and they went back to bed right now. They're in they're in a better spot than we are in <laughs> workout. You're going to be like, man, like, sure, that would have been awesome if I, you know, hit that snooze button, but not just directly afterwards for the rest of the day. And then essentially in an eternity, you know, in your lifetime that you're going to be better for it. You're going to be better for showing up. You're going to enjoy it more. You're going to be in a better place. Your health is going to be better. It's like every aspect. It's just that little decision. It's like the, oh, I, I, you know, I didn't go to bed on time or I'm waking up early or, you know, there's sometimes there's, there's, there's excuses that allow things to fall between the cracks. And then it's like, just doesn't work out the way that they want to. But it's, it's always better. You always feel better after a workout. And that's the thing about working out is that it's connected to so many different things. It's not only about our physical uh, appearance and what we want to achieve, um, but what it does to us mentally like and emotionally, it's like an amazing drug, you know, and it's one that you can overdose on, <laughs> feel great, and it doesn't cost right? No, I mean, I mean, it, it costs your time. It costs a better quality of life in the future, but 
Yeah. But I mean, weigh that out. Weigh that out. Time. And we know that there's like, you can't put a price tag on time. But then you, in the end, could actually gain time from it. A longer, oh. healthier life. Oh, absolutely. Oh, see? This is peanut Connor math right now. <laughs> this is fitness math. Fit math. Yeah. That's it. So over the next hour, we're going to talk fitness. We are going to talk about how to incorporate our kids, get them moving, and just how we can have a better, healthier lifestyle. So don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. With me, I am joined with Connor Murphy, personal trainer and managing partner, Big Night Fitness, and Connor is also a podcaster. Connor, what's the podcast called? Uh, the Be Fit Podcast. So Big Night Fitness shortened down, Be Fit Podcast, yep. Which on occasion, he has a very, 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 very special guest, uh, a little girl named Ty, who happens to be his daughter, and she's the best. So please, send Ty my love, because <laughs> she's, she's awesome. She's actually uh, on her way here now, so you'll be here for this weekend, and if she wants to record, we will record. And also, you won't find her on the BeFit podcast, because... So many people love her interviews that they go to the BeFit podcast. They're like, this is not, this isn't what I thought. This is fitness and other non-important information. So just from the Big Night Media side, we just launch it over there. And we're like, hey, okay, we'll do our own thing there. For yeah, the- it's like the little clips. People yeah, are like, but- this is nonsense about health and wellness. Like, I want to see what, I want I want Ty's opinion on this. So I'm like, all right, she wins. She gets her own. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you can catch all of that on, uh, on, uh, Connor's Instagram. I was gonna say Ty's Instagram. I just kicked you right out of it. No one cares about you. Yeah, you know, I'm used to that now. But you know what? I think it's an amazing thing because you are incorporating your daughter into things, right? And and that's that's what we have to do as parents. We need to get our kids involved. But like I said, it's the end of January. So how do we stay motivated? Because we need to stay motivated so then we can bring our kids along with us, right? For this awesome ride. Yes. And, and I think that there's, there's direct correlation with fit parents and kids who are active or people who are able to prioritize that. Sometimes you hear the excuse, like, I don't have time for this, or I can't prioritize this. And it's like, you have to, at some point in time, you either need to choose to, you need to choose it or it will choose you and and then you'd be forced to have to do it. But yeah, it's, it's such an interesting thing for you know, it's an interesting thing when we talk about motivation, because that's the biggest piece in the New Year's resolution is that it's this motivation. It says, hey, it's the new year, new year, new me, like I'm going to make these changes. And, and that's beautiful. That's a fantastic thing. And it doesn't matter what the changes are, as long as they're going to lead you in the direction that you want to go. I love it. And I'm supportive of it. But as you know, as I know, as everyone knows, it's listening to this motivation runs its course. And it goes in highs and lows. Motivation is here and it's all up and down. So when people are making goals, a lot of times what the goals should entail is 
how am I going to stay disciplined enough to make this happen? You know, it's like, it's easy to wake up at 6am when you're motivated. But what happens when we talked about before, what happens when you couldn't fall asleep at night, you were thinking about work, you were thinking about your job, you were thinking about your kids, about all this different stuff, you didn't fall asleep till 1am. That six o'clock alarm comes around a whole lot quicker than you'd like. <laughs> and all of a sudden you've been doing this for two weeks and you're feeling good. And you're like, well, I could, I could miss a day. I didn't get enough sleep and sleep is important. So let's do that. And I'm not here to say sleep's not important as we know it is, but, but letting motivation kind of shepherd that journey is usually going to lead in failure because at some point in time, motivation goes away. But if you have the discipline to do it, whether you're motivated or not, that's what's going to keep people consistent. So discipline leads to consistency and then consistency is, is what leads to really the end results and what those goals are. And, it, you know, everyone has different goals in that, but <clears throat> finding a way to stay disciplined, finding a way to say, here's my goal and discipline is the how. Well, how are you going to get that? Well, three days a week, I'm going to wake up at six and go to this class and that's my schedule. And some days there's going to be shitty days. Some days there's days where you don't feel great, where you don't have motivation, you didn't get the sleep. But when you have the discipline to do it regardless, those days will start getting easier and easier to make it happen. And it's just going to lead you on a track to get to your goals. Because once we start, kind of once you start scraping from the surface of what your goals are, once you start getting closer to it, it starts getting a little bit more addicting. You can make that consistency then become a habit. And once it's a habit, it's like, like for me, I mean, I feel terrible if I don't train and I don't, during my workouts, I'm not like, I'm so happy, (laughs) miserable, but I, but I love how I feel afterwards. I love the results. I love everything that it comes from it. I love the motivation that it gives my daughter. I love taking my shirt off at the beach and having it be like, Hey, that guy works out. Like, let's talk about any of your, I'm not afraid to say that there's that, that some or most of mine are selfish, but whatever it is, it's that, it's that having that discipline It's now it's, it's ingrained in what I do. And it's taken however many years that I've done it consistently to be like, hey, this is this is a part of my life now. You know what? That's so well said. You hit so many important uh, points because it is so easy to lose motivation. But then you said it's not even really about motivation. It's about discipline. And that light bulb went off for me because I'm like, yes, it is about discipline because it is so easy to hit the snooze button and be like, no, not today, tomorrow. And then it's like tomorrow rolls around. Uh, I'm going to go the next day. I'm, and you keep pushing it off. And then there you go. It's gone. Um, we need to prioritize ourselves. And we spoke about this on the show last week, but we really need to prioritize ourselves. And like you said, if we don't make time for this stuff now, um, it's going to catch up with us down the road and not in a good way. So we need to know what our non-negotiables are. Is our health one of them, right? So setting that discipline, like I totally hear you on that. Um, and I am I'm with you on that completely. Now, they say that it takes like, what is it, 21 days to create a habit? I don't know. I don't know if you know, I don't know if it's more of that than less than that. I mean, there's probably a pretty good general market, right? You throw enough darts at a board, it's like, okay, well, where did most of them hit? I think uh, it's just creating that routine, right? Yeah, and I think it's how important is your goal to you? And here's another thing that um, I always want to be inclusive in my words. I always want to be inclusive with my training. 
However, there are some things where I think sometimes people are a little bit too nice to others or too nice to themselves when they say, hey, I've been training for three weeks. My goal is to lose, you know, whatever. If it's to lose 30 pounds, it is to do X, Y, Z. It is to complete this. It's to do all that. And people will find and make these little mini goals for them to fall back on their other poor habits. Be like, you know what? I did really well for two weeks. My goal was six weeks of this diet, but I did really well for two weeks. So I'm going to give myself a little reward on Saturday night. And a lot of people are too afraid to say, hey, hey, that little goal that you think is cool is nothing. It's bullshit. It's you in your head getting weak saying, oh, this is now what I can do is fall back on this. No, you said you had a goal. You know when you get to fall back on that? When you achieve your goal. I love it. That's when you can go back. That's when you can go out with your, you know, go out and, and eat that pizza. If your goal was, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pizza free for six weeks, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna achieve these goals. It's like whatever it is, have that specific goal. And when you achieve that specific goal, then you can make that decision. Hey, do I want to do this or not? And most of the time when you have something where it's like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm not going to eat processed carbs, or I'm not going to do this or whatever the goal is, or I want to, I want to complete this marathon. And then when you finish something and you eat, you know, you go back to that like crappy meal and you're like, Oh, wow, I actually feel terrible. Maybe yeah. I didn't have to begin with, but it's, it, there's too many there's too many inconsistent goals. There's too many of those that, um, that, that aren't specific enough. And then there's too many spots along the way where people are like, well, I want to, I want to go back to these old habits. You're like, Oh, the old habits that put you in the deficit that made you, did you want to make major changes. That's what you want to go back to. Or you can stop these kind of minuscule accomplishments and, and get to the point where you can actually achieve something noteworthy and achieve something that you can be proud of. I love that. And it's so funny that you said that. Yeah, you want to go back to the things that put you in this place that made you want to create these goals in the first place. Like, sometimes I think we seriously need to check ourselves. Like, what are you saying to yourself? What are you doing? Do you want to see a difference? Do you want to make a difference? Or don't you? And you you actually said something, Connor. You said, like, if your goal is, like, lose 30 pounds, and it, it Right away, a question came up in my head, and I'm like, I got to ask Connor this. Um, and before we go to break, what do you think the best approach is for those that do want to lose weight and that made a goal for themselves? Is it lose 30 pounds or something like fit better in my clothes? Like, is a lot of people will say that 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 lose 30 pounds or putting a number around it is um, is like negative. Really quickly, your thoughts on that? It can be negative. You know, it's, and some people are like, oh, it's negative to say you want to lose weight. And you're like, no, no, some people have it. I mean, it more specifically, I want to lose excess body fat, right? We kind of, we kind of equate that to weight. Um, but, but I'm so, I'm so hung up on accomplishments on, we call them like smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, um, you know, it's like realistic, attainable. There's all these different time bound but it's like, what do you want to accomplish? And then when you target all of your things, your diet, nutrition, your sleep, your, your training regimen to those goals, guess what? All these other things are going to happen. The weight loss, the I look better with my shirt off, the, all these different things. Yeah. So, you know, we can, we can go into it more, but it, I think a big piece is that as you're tracking progress is how do I look? How do I feel? How do I perform? And outside of that, there's no, what is my weight on the scale? How do it I look? It doesn't even matter. You set the goals that you feel good with. And if there's a number associated with it, 
then great. Or if the numbers scare you and you just want to say, I want my clothes to feel better, then you do you. We are talking all things fitness with Connor Murphy right here on The Parenting Show. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right after the break. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking all things fitness with Connor Murphy, managing partner at Big Night Fitness and uh, podcaster and dad and just an awesome dude. Connor, we were talking right before the break. We are talking about... Um, Weight loss goals, because it's January, everyone set those, you know, New Year's resolutions for themselves. Some of them are falling behind right now and need that little kick and that boost to keep going. Um, and some are still going strong. So power to you if you are one of those people. Um, or even if you're one of those people that are just trying, power to you, okay? Um, it's better than those that are doing nothing. <laughs> but right before the break, Connor, we were talking about putting a number, like associating a number with a goal and a number being like, I want to lose X amount of pounds um, or percentage of, of uh, fat loss. Um, so you were talking about that and I wanted to hear more about what you had to say about it. I don't, oh, yeah, and I don't want to discredit the whole weight loss thing. I want to step on the scale and weigh less because <clears throat> I've had clients that I've worked with. I've actually had a number of clients that have lost over a hundred pounds in their fitness journey. That's amazing. And you want to tell people that. And I think when you say, Hey, I've lost, or I want to lose a hundred pounds. It's, it's a little bit less than the, than the man or woman who, you know, hat doesn't look the way they want to look. And they say, well, I want to be skinnier. So I want to lose 10 pounds in that. And it's like, Maybe, again, if that's what you want, but I'm a big fan of capability. I want someone to be more capable. And the less you weigh in a sense of like less muscle mass, the less bone density you have, and then the less, the less capable you are. However, we're talking about these like weight loss goals where sometimes people are like, hey, I want to lose 40 pounds by April. And they get to like, they're super disciplined and they get to that 20 pound weight loss and they're feeling good. They're looking better. They're exercising. There's all this stuff tied to it. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I'm not going to tell anyone, Hey, don't do that. Don't make that your goal. Yeah. But again, I, I talked about this too, is that a lot of people get lost when they hit that 20 pound mark. They think, Hey, I'm doing a great job. I should reward myself with that same thing that was getting me there. Uh -huh. Bullshit. Find a goal and then, and then don't stop until you get to it. And then when you get to that goal, make another goal. I love it. And I love that you're just real about it. Like you're, you're, you're saying it like it is. There's a lot of people that would tiptoe around it and have like, you know, that security blanket, um, you know, just to fall back on, or I should say it's not a security blanket. What am I looking at? The, the net security net. <laughs> they both thing. Whatever. You've got something to fall back on. Um, but it's a lot of people would tiptoe around it. And what you're saying is like, no, you know what? Some people need this and it works for people. And the people that do go into it and they lose the weight, fantastic. Um, and it's true though, everything that you are saying. And it's, I think it's so important too that our kids are seeing us 
be disciplined and go to the gym and do our thing and be a healthier version of ourselves. And that's why I call it the um, new year, new you uh, series. It's not necessarily a brand new you. I'm starting from scratch. It's how do I improve myself? You know, I want to get to that next level, just like in a video game. I want to get to the next level of me, of greatness, you know, and we never stop. You got to keep going, right? So that also includes being healthy, being fit, doing what we need to do and, you know, hopefully inspiring our kids at the same time. Yeah. I don't know if you saw and like one of the recent podcasts that Ty came on, um, I had asked her about exercise. <clears throat> I'm like, do you exercise? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, what do you, you know, what's, what's a good form of exercise? And her answer progressively changes, but I think she said something. She was like, you know, push-ups, burpees, barbells, which is what she sees every time she comes in the gym with either myself or with her mom and comes in there and wants to participate, wants to do this other stuff. And, but she sees that and she sees the discipline that it takes. She sees how Rachel eats. She sees how I eat. It's a lot. It's not going to fall on deaf words when we say, hey, like, Ty, I, I need you to eat your protein. I know, like, the carbohydrates in this stuff are good. I know this stuff, but, like, eat, you know, prioritize this. She's a peanut, too. She needs, to, she needs a little bit more protein and fat consumption. And But the carbohydrates are easy, right? The chips are really easy. <laughs> but if she doesn't see me snacking on them, then it does not unconsciously give her the ability to do so. And it also made me laugh because a lot, of, a lot of people would comment on that. And they were like, when, why isn't going outside and playing good enough exercise? Like, you should have her go outside and play. And my, comp, like my response, it, I want to say, like, like, how can she go outside? And I, I keep her in a cage inside. Why would she be able to go outside and play? And if I'm, a I'm like, of course she goes outside and plays. And of course that's where that where most of that is happening like i'm never like hey no play time like you got to do thrusters and pull-ups in the gym yeah, like it's ridiculous however when that example is set and she understands that there is play and there is exercise and there's prioritizing health as of right now that the head on her shoulders as a four-year-old is that like those things need to happen because she sees that prioritize she sees exactly what happens when she's with me when she's with rachel when she's with any of her family members that have to prioritize their health and it looks different for each person but it's like what better way than to show rather than to tell because i know for me growing up like you told me what to do you could actually you could tell me what to do she could tell me to do something that I was already doing and odds are I would stop doing it because I was told to do so. Like, no, be the example. Yes. I know. I think the exact same way. And it's so funny because I find that our kids just by watching us, we're not even trying, like at times I'm not even trying to set an example and they will mimic us. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're always watching us. They look up to us they look up to us they're watching our every single move and they want to do it too so yeah why not include them in you know our exercise in the healthy you know journey that we're on why not start them young and the way i see it is that it's out of sight out of mind right so if you get rid of the things that are not good for us as adults you know they're definitely not good for our kids. It's out of sight, out of mind. Bring in the positivity. Let's lead by example. Let's do the fun things. And they're not going to know any better. They're not going to miss out on the crap if it's not even there and they don't know about it. 
Right. Uh, and, right? I, and have fun. I saw you. You guys went to like, um, uh, where did you go? Like, was it a trampoline place? Yeah. Yeah. In New York, we went to a, uh, I, it's called like a sky zone or something, but oh, it was so much fun. Right. And that's the thing. It's like also incorporating fun. So they know that it's like, yeah, there's hard work that needs to be done, you know, but we can still have fun at times too. Yeah. And she sees that she notices it. And again, this may sound rude to people, but it's our reality. Um, I'll kind of put two points here. One, there were parents who were sitting outside of the trampoline park who were morbidly obese. And by when I say morbidly obese, I mean, well above a 35% body fat, uh, not to, not to target no, them. Facts. These are facts. Yeah. About that. But, um, and they were sitting down and Ty's question was like, why do like, why are, why are the parents sitting down? Like, because I, you know, I'm, I'm probably having more fun than Ty is in that environment, you know, as we're like yeah. jumping home pit, crawling around, jumping, doing all the activities. And, um, and I'm not, it's not my place to be mean and to be judgmental in that. And I'm like, Oh, they, they may be busy. They may be doing stuff. And she's like, well, I'm glad that you're jumping with me. And like, that's one point. And like, can you be capable of that? Like, if you want to talk about health and longevity, like, you know, are you going to be grandparents not able to pick up your grandkids because you didn't, you know, you didn't learn how to properly lift equipment and, and gain a capacity in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, uh, when you had the opportunity to like, like, is that the lifestyle you want to live like sedentary and not able to do something? And then the second piece is, um, Ty only knows, you know, like she's at the house when we get up in the morning, she sees me with my shirt off. She sees Rachel in her workout gear. She goes to a CrossFit gym. She comes to my classes if she sees someone who looks looks sick or is is in some way shape or form not you know in a uh doesn't look fit she's kind of like oh like what's what's wrong like well, why does that person look like that and not in like a judgmental way but probably in a similar way when you know kids for the first time saw the 300 movie and they were like wow, yeah. how, how do people look like that like that's ties normal and I don't want to say it in like a condescending way, but if that's all she knows and learns, it's like, it's going to be a lot easier for her to follow that path. And it doesn't need to be this obsessed, you know, like train four times a day, try to compete in the CrossFit games type thing. But it's more of a, Hey, this is a, this is what's capable and possible for me. I think I, I think I want this type of lifestyle. Absolutely. And I think it's great that she questions that, you know, and I get, and I think that our, all our kids should question that, you know what I mean? You've got something in one hand, something in the other. What is appealing to you and letting our kids see that, hey, you know what? Mama is going to go down this route because I want to be happy. I want to be healthy and I want to be here for you, you know? And so, you know, if our kids see that, they're going to they're going to question. They're going to be like, yeah, you know, why? Why would you want it any other way? I want to be, you know, one of those people, the fit people, the happy people. The people that have, you know, a long life ahead of them. We are talking all things fitness with Connor Murphy on the Parenting Show tonight. Don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on 640 Toronto.
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. It is the last installment of the New Year, New You, and we are ending it off with Connor Murphy, managing partner at Big Night Fitness in Boston, daddy, and oh, that didn't sound too good, eh? I said daddy instead of dad. It's a different kind of show, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, and just all around good guy. And right before the break, Connor, we were talking about our kids and how they see us and how they question in a very innocent way. They will always question if someone looks different, you know? And you were saying that you guys were at a trampoline type place park and there was a foam pit. And, um, and then, you know, Ty, your four-year-old was like, you know, daddy, why do some people look a little bit different than you? Or why are they sitting and they're not, you know, playing with their kids? And we were just talking about this off the air. And you said something. And I think it's really important that everyone at home listening hears it too. Yeah. And and again, I always want to come at, I always want people to understand that I come at this not as a place to point fingers at someone to say, hey, you're in the wrong. You know, I, I'm sure if anyone's pointing a finger at me, I'm pointing a hundred of them back me at me as well, judging myself and other things that I can do better. However, in this instance, Ty was wondering because I might have been the only or one of two parents who were playing and jumping in the foam pit. And and sometimes, you know, it's like parents have no desire to do that. But there was there was a couple that were sitting outside and, and and quite frankly, they were just not capable of doing it. If they would have gone into the foam pit, they they would not have been able to get out. And that doesn't mean, hey, you're not a good parent. However, there's an understanding that, that, that with fitness and with your health, you're going to limit yourself on what you are able to do, not necessarily what you want to do. You know, there could be people, there could be fit parents out there that are like, I'm not jumping in a foam pit. That's the hardest thing to get out of. And there's dirty kid germs in there. Like, I get that. <laughs> yeah. You're not capable of doing that stuff. You're limiting your potential and the amount of things that you can do with your kids. And that's where I see it being potentially problematic. And where Ty is like, well, why wouldn't the parents do all of this stuff? Because that's what mine do. And maybe it just opens up a way health does to, to be able to be included in more activities and set a better example. And doesn't this go back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like having that discipline, looking for that motivation for me, one of the biggest motivators in my life are my kids. You know, they have motivated me to do so much. And living a healthier life is because of them. Like, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily know that I would be on the same journey, health journey, if I didn't have them. You know, and, and when you you spoke about that foam pit and how some people you know, physically would not be eight there. They would not be able to get out of it. That really made me sad. It made me sad because, you know, look at your kids. Don't you want to go out there and play with them? And I'm not talking about just jumping in a phone pit, but I'm talking about like everyday normal things for some people, even just going for a walk with them, you know, a nature walk. Some people are not capable of doing it. So I think that like, it is time we need to reevaluate things, see what's important, know that our health is a non-negotiable. I don't care who you are. And we need to start making changes, little changes, 
you know, are cool, but changes need to be made. And I'll, and I'll kind of speak on behalf of that as well, because, you know, as a parent, I can be like, Hey, I can, I can do anything with my kids. And so can you. And I try to motivate people. And, and a lot of times people are like, you're predisposed to this because of your background. I have in my life, I have a thousand things to do with work. You wouldn't understand. You've always been fit. You've been that. And at this point in time now I say, fuck it. You're right. Yeah. You're right. For me and you, if you want to make that thing that's not related for us, that's fine. And I don't want to make this like a shameless plug because I get paid nothing when people view the podcast, but I did the CrossFit level one course. Um, and one of the participants in there, um, I started getting to know and, and chatting with a bunch and his name is Slade. And I had him come down because Slade lost over a hundred pounds in a year. And the reason why Slade started losing weight is because he was laying on the floor pl- trying to play with his son. And he said to get up off the floor was like this like four or five step process. And he's looking at his kid doing these things that he's not even capable of. And also there's a, there's a segment in this show. So he tells his whole story, how he started his motivation. And he also talks about his, his son, when he would go home, it was always like every time daddy came home from work, he would drink beer. So when like he came home from work, it's like, Oh, like, like his son would be like, Oh, it's, it's beer time. And it's like, that's what his son knows of him is that he can't play with him for a long time and that it's beer time. And again, I'm not saying, Hey, don't drink alcohol or don't do anything like that. But what are your priorities? And it's fantastic. Connor, you've never, you don't know what it's like to have this. Great. I don't, but Slade does. So why don't you go listen to someone who got motivated, got motivated by not being able to be the dad or be the, the, the mom, the parent that they wanted to be and made a change in their life, which it was just dramatic. Like, like, okay, one year, a hundred pounds. And you'll see him now. You're like, there's no way that he was a hundred pounds heavier during this. I need to go check out the podcast. I need to see. I think I maybe saw a clip. Did you put a clip up on social? I'll post usually like a quick little highlight as we yeah. go. But I can send the link over here too if the, the listeners want to like click on it and view it. But I mean, Slade's an amazing person. And like him and his wife now, they have this like, wholly changed outside of work relationship where they work in fitness and nutrition. And it's like if I could go back and do one thing, I would gain 100 pounds and then I would lose it and I would show everyone the journey because people will look at me and say, ah, that's – it's, it's, you know, it's, it's different that that person's been training his whole life. They're too fit. There's all this stuff. And it's like, great. But this is a way where you can hear it directly from him. And it's, and it's fantastic. And I give all the credit to him on that. I love it. And I love that his motivating factor was his child. That's huge. Um, you know, it brought me back when you said that too. Uh, I'll never forget. It was November, 2019. I was in St. Lucia on a work trip and they're like, Pina, we're going to hike one of the pitons. And I was like, yeah, let's hike a piton. I don't hike. Okay, guys, I don't hike. I'm there with like just a pair of Adidas, you know, and I'm like, all right, let's do this. It was over 2,600 feet. And it was two hours to get up and two hours to get down. And I was dying. And I just kept thinking to myself, P, you're doing this for the kids the kids, the kids, the kids. And I got to the top and I saw that view and I took a seat on a rock and I just started to cry. And I was so excited to tell my kids, you won't believe what mama did today. And I did it for you guys, you know? So yes to like, you know what I mean? Our kids, they are the biggest motivator. And while they're motivating us, we're motivating them. 
which is beautiful. Um, Connor, you mentioned the podcast and if people want to listen to it, where can they go? Where can they find it? Where can they see more? Help us out. So we record out of the, so Big Night Entertainment Group is really the umbrella company that encompasses everything that we do. So, so I run all things on the fitness side, but we have Big Night Media that records all these different podcasts. And then my specific one is Big Night Fitness. There's, there's stuff from, from parenting to drinks after work to all sorts of different things on that. But mine is just specifically in the fitness side of things. And I interview a bunch of people on there. So on YouTube, if you go to Big Night Fitness, pretty much if you type in Big Night Fitness anywhere, bignightfitness.com, you'll see a link at the top of it that'll have our podcast, it'll have our fitness retreats, it'll have our, our classes going up and everything. Because also on our YouTube channel at our gym here, we do these quick 10-minute bodyweight at-home workouts just to get people started, just keep them moving in the right direction. And then um, outside of that, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is at Connor T. Murphy. So that's C-O-N-O-R-T-M-U-R-P-H-Y. And I post a lot of nonsense about the fitness stuff we do, about my daughter, and uh, pretty much everything in between. You guys have to go follow. He's one of my favorite accounts and creators out there. So definitely go follow. Check out those videos because if you are looking to, you know, start your health journey, uh, your fitness journey and don't know how, maybe these videos will inspire you to get going, you know, and and maybe you can do it in front of your kids. And and who knows? They may want to join in a little bit. What was that? Do it with your kids. See? I love it. I love it. And I will tell you guys, one of my goals for 2024 is to get my ass down <laughs> to Boston and do one of Connor's classes. I'm not a CrossFit girl. I'm a kickboxing girl, but I will try with Connor. <laughs> and there's gyms all around the area. New Everybody Fights gym just opened up at 25 Dry Dock. All their owners are great friends. Actually, you can see the EBF signature over there. So we'll, you do a CrossFit class. I'll do a kickboxing class. We'll record live together and we'll see what happens from there. I love it. I love it. Well, that is it for us. Connor, thank you so much for joining me and everyone listening. Uh, you always have so much good info to share with us and tips. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And that's it, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. It's the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Bye.